Hi everyone, Lindsay here, and welcome back to season four of Foster Career Chats. This is a podcast where you'll hear different team members from time to time. You can think of these episodes as a vehicle to hear from alumni, current students, and employers with a goal to deliver specific and tailored career advice. At the top of today's episode, I'll kick things off by answering the frequently asked question, when should I apply for a full-time job? And then pivot to a great interview with Foster alum, Danny Buey. Prior to his time at Foster, Danny served in the U.S. Army and speaks about how he has translated his military experience to the job search and in his current role at Deloitte. This episode was recorded and published in November, a time where we pause to recognize those with military service. On behalf of the career team at Foster, we greatly appreciate Danny and all other veterans for their service. In the show notes, you will find resources for student veteran organizations across the University of Washington. With that, let's get started. First up, you asked and we answer. As students in a one-year master's program, time goes by quickly and can add complexity to the job search process. An effective way to think about when you should apply for a role is by understanding the different types of job postings that exist. Today, I'll highlight the three most common job postings. First, structured postings. These are jobs posted in the fall with a post-grad start date. These roles are typically open to all students However, a variety of work experience may be required, and this will depend for each company. Roles under structured postings typically include IT consulting, program or product management, and a variety of roles in supply chain. Again, these are all roles that will start post-graduation and are typically posted by companies like Amazon, Microsoft, and consulting firms. The timeline to apply for structured postings is in the fall, and applications typically close at the end of October or November. Why are structured postings important? Some companies or firms leverage workforce planning a year in advance to recruit great talent. This is a win-win for students who want to apply early and secure a full-time role before the fall quarter even kicks off. Next up, are continuous postings. Continuous postings are job postings that will always be posted on specific company websites or big job boards like LinkedIn. Continuous postings are ideal for domestic students or working professionals. And again, these are roles that are always posted. For example, Amazon will always be hiring business intelligence engineers and software developer engineers. These postings are available year-round, typically for mid-sized to large companies. So why are continuous postings always available? That's because there is always high demand for professionals to fill specific roles. Standard job postings. Standard job postings are the roles you will find posted February through June. Standard job postings are roles that will be listed on job search platforms such as LinkedIn, Handshake, or Indeed, in addition to specific company websites. And this will cover small to mid and large size companies. These are the postings we encourage students to start pursuing in February because it is a realistic amount of time to apply, interview, and start a role following a June graduation date. 
This is the time of year when a majority of students find jobs. To recap, there are three different types of job postings. First, structured recruiting. Then if you're a working professional looking to pivot, continuous job postings may be the most ideal type of job to seek and these openings are available year round. Finally, for international students or early career professionals, standard postings where you begin to apply in February are ideal. If you have any specific questions about your job search timeline, this is an excellent topic to discuss in a career coaching appointment. Now on to my conversation with Foster alum, Danny Buey. Danny, thanks so much for taking the time to join Foster Career Chats today. We're excited to have you. Thank you, Lindsay. It's a pleasure. Looking forward to uh, chatting with you today. So let's start off with a brief introduction. Uh, Danny, can you share what did you study at the Foster School of Business and what are you doing today? Yeah, so um, at the Foster School of Business, I concentrated in information system and operation and supply chain management. Um, currently, I work at Deloitte with the risk and financial advisory business uh, in the offering portfolio of accounting and internal controls. Um, so the day-to-day, -day, you can see me in Zoom meetings with our client, learning about their system and advising how to improve it. Um, my current client operates on an annual cycle where we inquire and, and inspect on their financial and accounting applications and databases to ensure that uh, things are operating accurately and effectively as the way they should be programmed and intended to behave. And we advise them on how to improve it on the annual audits. Yep. Awesome, thanks for sharing. I know the word advisory can mean a lot of different things. So it's always helpful to get the, the day today. And I know you've just moved to Austin. Have you had a favorite Austin activity that you've done so far? Yeah, so I actually just gave um, CrossFit a try for the first time here. Um, Deloitte actually hosted a social event and then a few of us from the office actually attended it. Um, such a great experience, you know, I was, I was dead by the end of it, of like the 30 minute training that felt like two hours. So um, <laughs> trying to get into that more and trying to keep my health up. Yep, definitely. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad uh, Deloitte could organize that too. That sounds cool. Uh, well, Danny, today we're going to talk a lot about how students, especially in the business school, can translate their military background to the business world. So can you describe your military experience um, at a high level for us? Yes. Yeah, so um, I, in the Army, I served with the 2nd Ranger Battalion in Washington State um, as a logistics manager. Uh, there I provided management and distribution of like ammunition and explosives and supply. Um, and currently, I've been working professionally within the corporate and finance, finance and accounting area for the past two years now. Thanks for sharing. And so I'm curious, um, what inspired you to pursue a degree in business? Yeah, I think, I think when I was applying to Foster, I've seen the curriculum of the business program, like through my research and all that. Uh, I felt like it was the most broad. Uh, it gave me a wide range of variety in pre-course curriculum that allowed me to kind of experience different practical industry options. And, and, and towards the end of like my second quarter, I was able to pick the concentration I really enjoyed most in learning. Um, that, that would be information system and supply chain. Yeah. So business 
also provided a bunch of other courses like et uh, corporate ethics, uh, organizational behavior, uh, business writing and business presentation. All those were key, key to kind of my success um, obtaining like the career after on uh, after business school. So great, great uh, education and great value that came with it. Yeah. Awesome. I know I'm biased, so I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious in um, looking at your background before um, your undergraduate degree, how did your military career prepare you for your current role at Deloitte? Do you see any transferable skills that you use? Yeah, I think I think the main thing when you ask me about this question, I'm thinking about um, the, the attributes that, that I think of is discipline. Um, from the military, I learned how to maintain order while being surrounded by chaos. Um, since then, I have been able to implement that regimental mindset to overall my life and work life. Um, in, in Deloitte, I'm currently working with two managers and two senior consultants. There's constant requests every day of us, um, different assignments and different tasks to do. Uh, with the experience in the Army, I was able to manage my schedule around my workload and just ensure that tasks are completed day to day. Yep. Thanks for sharing. When we talk about soft skills, they're so important. Um, that's not something you can necessarily learn from a textbook. Um, absolutely required. Mm -hmm. but when you think about your job search and interview process, how did you translate your experience in the Army to employers? This, this one's a tricky one um, because sometimes as being in the military, you kind of think that your skills aren't relatable or transferable to like the corporate sector. So, so this kind of came out as, as a practice with a bunch of trial and error and like going to network and events and whatnot. But I, I think what I was able to hone towards the end of uh, just learning um, was I was able to thoughtfully take the time, uh, write down all my military experience in a free write, like literally everything I did. Um, and then I attempted to articulate my experience into uh, more of the corporate terms, catering into the job description that's provided in um, the, the, the uh, like the, the career fair and the job descriptions and all that, um, and try to make it as relatable to recruiters uh, during my application process and interview process. It may be tricky on the first try, and you may, and the first interview or the first resume might not be super polished, but I think over repetition, you'll you, the veterans get to figure out what works and what does not work. Correct. Yeah. Great. Uh, and I can attest that you definitely made the most of your time at Foster going to those career fairs, career coaching appointments. Uh, so a lot of effort went into your search. You, you were actually, I don't know if you remember, but you actually uh, critiqued my first resume I brought to you and it, and I butchered it initially. And then you literally just threw a bunch of X marks on it and corrected my entire. So definitely the, the advisor office was a plus. Yep. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad you found it helpful. <laughs> a combined effort. Right. So, Danny, I'm curious, um, what advice do you have for students who identify as veterans in the job search? And in addition, are there any resources at UW that you found especially helpful? Yeah, so I think the, the, the biggest thing that made me successful in my job search was networking. I can't kind of harp on that enough. Um, networking did wonders for my job search. Um, networking with um, not only just your colleagues, but your professors, your academic advisors, um, also at uh, professionals at those networking events. 
Um, but during my time at Foster, I was uh, deliberate in making quality connection with folks I spoke to. And I was able to receive referrals and reference uh, that helped me gain my current position and also my past opportunities as well. Um, one, one being an internship when I was at Foster. Um, and when I say network, I, I don't mean just collecting a bunch of contact information and emails. So it's more quality rather than quantity at the end of the day. Um, I mean, to stay in touch with folks you truly connect with and that you had like a fruitful conversation with and then always follow up and stay deliberate. Yep, that definitely networking was the biggest uh, uh, success for me. Yep. Awesome. I know we're now in this space where it's balancing in-person um, networking and virtual networking, but I think that I agree, Danny. Um, definitely so, so valuable. And again, also just want to follow up, are, were there resources on campus that you used at all at UW um, as a as a veteran that could that supported you during your time in school? Yeah, definitely. So, so I, the biggest uh, event that I went to and I really enjoyed was the business foster celebration that we had every year. Um, there, that event was really good. So as a veteran, I didn't have to actually do the paper essay. I just had it apply essentially. Um, and then I was actually able to sit into a table with a bunch of other uh, veterans that were in the MBA program. Um, but there I was able to meet um, a high level executive at uh, ex-executive at Microsoft and I was able to network with him pretty well and I got along with him and his wife at that time and then I was able to meet another special forces operator as well at that table so that that Boston annual business event was the big the, the networking the big networking thing I did and that, that got me my first opportunity that kind of highlighted the importance of net, uh, networking yep that's so cool, Danny. Um, thank you so much for sharing it and great to hear that that extra boost in networking where you could have that shared experience uh, made a big difference. Uh, well, that wrapped up all of the questions that I have for you, Danny. So I just want to say a big thanks for joining us today. Um, and we hope that we can welcome you back to Seattle soon. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Lindsay. It's been a pleasure. And that's a wrap for this episode of Foster Career Chats. Thanks for tuning in.